Hi everybody, welcome to Robert 365. It's day number 1939. It's a Saturday morning and I'm out for a walk. And it's an unusual start to the day because normally at the time I'm walking right now, I'm working with, with clients and working back to back until uh, lunchtime usually. Uh, today, a little different. My first client of uh, early morning uh, text message, they're feeling unwell. And uh, so my first two, uh, two clients are missing for the, the morning and then it, it really kicks off at uh, nine, uh, 9.30 until um, um, sort of lunchtime, uh, actually 1.30 uh, today. So I thought uh, what I would do is get out of bed. Uh, late night coaching last night, finished uh, around 1am, just before 1am and had trouble getting to sleep. Uh, just the mind was racing. It's one of the, the tricky bits after the coaching, that the, the mind's racing, ask a question. And then you're thinking about alternatives and, and stuff. And so I don't know what time I got to sleep, but then I, I woke up at 5.45 uh, this morning. So I haven't had as much sleep as I normally would, but sort of typical for a Saturday morning. Um, so I'll probably have to have a little sleep this afternoon uh, because it tends to hit me the whole week and the busyness of, of everything. Uh, but the, So the, another strange start to the day. It was very windy, a little bit stormy last night. And uh, yeah, a bit of rain. Not, not a heap, but a bit of rain. And up this morning, and like, it's like the perfect day. I think it's going to be about 26 today. There's not a breath of air. The sun is up already. It's like somebody's been out with a giant hose and just watered everybody's gardens and washed all the roads and the, the footpaths and everything. Uh, it feels very fresh. And I'm walking across a family of snails right there. Didn't crush any. No snails were hurt in the recording of this uh, podcast. And uh, yeah, so I was thinking about the, the weather this morning, thinking, well, what a contrast from last night to uh, right now and uh, life is is very much like that too isn't it so it's, it's like the weather some days they're just tough days uh, some days it's really stormy really really strong winds and you don't really go out there at all uh, there's stuff blowing around everywhere it's uh, it's noisy i thought i might struggle to get to sleep because of the wind to be honest and then you get up today and it's, it's perfect. And uh, sometimes you just gotta, you gotta ride through the storm to get to the other side. Know that, I th- think back to COVID and uh, all the, the various COVID waves that came and they were certainly here talking about, we didn't know how long we were gonna be locked down. Uh, initially, it was spoken about, I think, a week to 14 days, which turned into, I think it was uh, 12 weeks. And and then we came out and then we went back in and we came out and went back in and we had six lockdowns in total over 300 days. And you can go back and listen. Uh, I was recording uh, sessions every well, two sessions a day right through covid and I said, even though you don't know when this mess is going to finish, you know it will. 
and you know that you're going to come out the other side. So what you have to do is you have to write this. You have to write it. You have to keep finding ways that inspire you to keep moving forward, to keep challenging you, to keep moving forward so you can continue to bring the best version of you so that you can not do what most other people did and just sat around watching Netflix and complained and took in government money and didn't grow and uh, had their health go backwards and all that kind of stuff. Or you could have made a difference to yourself. And that was obviously the pandemic. But we live in a, in a world where every single day you've got these opportunities to have that, that same sort of mindset. We don't know when what it is that you're going through right now is going to end. But what you do know is that you've got opportunity every single day to be growing your mindset. You've got opportunity every single day to be focusing on your, your health, your wellness, make yourself a better person, be kinder to people, uh, to spend quality time with your family, to be doing those things, to be uh, just making you better through your craft, learning some new skills, keep feeding your mind every day, keep thinking about what can I do strategically to make me better, to help me get closer towards my goals, surpass my current goals and create some new goals. How do I do all that? And yet, most people don't do it. Most people don't do it. I started to watch, uh, because of my late night coaching, I was trying to uh, pass the time a little while I was having a break and I started watching uh, it's a Netflix series about Kevin Hart. Now, I don't know anything about him. Obviously, know some of his movies and stuff. And I know, I think... Uh, I like those people that just, just swear for, for no purpose and uh, apart from trying to get a laugh. And Anyway, go for, I'm only partway through the first episode. Um, he talks about... Uh, he likes some... Uh, morning training and doing uh, doing things that uh, help grow him and he's got an insane schedule and so, so it's, it's worthy of having a, a bit of a look if you can tolerate tolerate it's not the most awesome watch but it's just interesting inside and you you follow his schedule which yeah, like his work ethic he's gotten from uh, from his mum and he's just working, 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 and certainly the way it's edited goes from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. Um, whether he's organised enough or whatever, who knows, but anyway, he's busy being busy and uh, getting things done, and he, he talks about, like, doing the early morning things, and he said uh, what he likes to do is get out and do his early morning exercise and using a trainer and that kind of stuff, uh, because most people aren't doing it. And that's one of the things that drives him, doing the things that most people don't do. And I often talk about uh, that's something that uh, drives me too. It's the, oh, wow, there's steam coming off this fence. Oh, that's intriguing. Um, yeah, when you're doing uncommon things, you get uncommon results. There's something in that whole process that uh, excites me, drives me, knowing that, well... Yeah, I am different to most people. Most people aren't doing the things that I'm doing. Like I'm out 
walking right now. I was fully in bed still. Saturday. They're like, oh, I had a busy week. I got a rest. Um, but I'm out here doing it, making the best use of my time, making myself better, uh, setting up my my day for success, trying to add value to uh, to my audience uh, every single day, because most people don't do this. I was doing some analysis on the 3,000 episodes, and uh, through ChatGPT, and I use version four, and now it's got the ability to analyse uh, in a like a I think this particular exercise probably took under a minute, um, so it was longer than normal. It's analysing all these different websites because I was asking it statistical questions about uh, how many people do 3,000 podcasts and it like, put me in the top point, point oh one percent or something um, because I don't think you can find anyone that had done 3,000 episodes or more in, in podcast sense. So it makes it rare. You can say, well, you don't have millions and hundreds of millions of listeners and all that kind of stuff. I know that. It's not about that for me. Sure, if I can add more value and get more listeners, then fantastic. I, I do it because it's a discipline. I do it because I know that I'm adding value to you that are listening to this right now in some way, whatever my words do to help move you. Uh, to a greater place, uh, but it's a it's a big part of my discipline to say, well, I know most people don't do this, uh, but I do it because it flows on into other areas of my life. I do this consistently. It then means that I will I go do my neurofeedback uh, training later today. Uh, so yesterday I only did two sessions. So I've gone from one session to. Uh, three, even four sessions a day uh, that I do now. And it is having a a positive impact on my ability to uh, focus better and to focus for longer, which is one of the reasons why I got it. Now, I'm in the top 1% now. I don't know why I mentioned that. But now I'm in the top 1% of people that do this neurofeedback uh, training in the world with this organisation. My... I think my points are getting up there. I think last time I looked, I was 91%. I've earned 91% uh, more points through my training and the way that it, uh, it accumulates points uh, when you, uh, you you get your feedback results uh, than uh, the rest of the, the people that are using this. So it's it just helps drive me to do more. I know that most people haven't been training as consistently as I have for 30, 35 years or being focused on their food or their, or their self-development mindset uh, that I have. Most people just can't do it. And that excites me, that drives me to, to push even, even further and to see what am I truly capable of. And that's what it's all about for me. Now I want to live a a long life, I want to be pain-free, I want to be energised, I want to be focused, because I've still got a lot to do, I want to be around for my daughter. Uh, I guess uh, one of the biggest things is all of the the crap that I went through through my childhood and through being bullied and just the, what, the impact that that had on my, uh, my self-image, 
uh, my, my self-confidence was really horrible. And I created all these reasons as to why I was never going to be anything and not smart enough, not good enough to do any of these things. And so now I, I think I have this, this constant battle with myself to just do better. And I've already surpassed so many things that no one else in my family has done, but also uh, things that I never thought I'd be doing. I just never thought I'd do them. I was I didn't think I was good enough to do them. And just one thing has led to the other, to the other, to the other, and it's, that's how you build the momentum. And it hasn't happened overnight. You just say, I'm an overnight success. Absolutely not. Golly, it's taken me almost four decades to be able to get to where I am right now. Uh, but that doesn't matter to me. If I knew what I knew when I started out in like early adulthood, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. I'd probably go, I would probably be doing real estate. If I knew what I knew now, I would probably uh, be doing more real estate sales, real estate sales, real estate development, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, I just don't want to start from scratch now uh, because that's really, really hard. So, you know, it's just, just one of those things. I am where I am. I'm, I'm glad I am where I am and it's come out of pain in driving me to just work harder and harder and find the, the key things that work for me every day and just keep doing them over and over, looking to add those little bit of extra percentage improvements, challenging myself about what are the things, what I'm working on at the moment, are things that I've just never done before, never. And so that was one of my questions last night uh, to my coach, which was uh, about doing uh, some health and wellness retreats in, in Bali, basically internationally. I've never done the international ones before. I've done some domestic ones uh, down on Phillip Island here. I've did those for years and years, and they were quite successful. And he said, well, it's just really hard to, you have 15 to 25 people. If it's very hard to get 25 people to travel from Australia uh, to Bali. Uh, so, just really difficult, difficult to do it. So he said, maybe just think a little bit more strategically about it and see if there's, you know, there's, there's some better approach to it or whether I just park it on the side. So um, here's one of the, the tips that he gives, which is salad and then if, so come up with the, you know, the broad concepts, salad and then uh, let's just say I need, um, say, 25. Let's, so I'm aiming for 25, but let's just say I get 17. Is, is 17 a number where I can still make uh, good money for effort? Or is it a case of, well, it's just not, it's just not enough? Like, so yeah, I can still work with 17 people. Or you only get seven. And say, well, at seven, it's not worth doing. So what do you do? You got purpose money. You just refund it. So you have to create the detail. You come up with the broad concepts, and then you sell it. And then you know, if you get that many people, then fantastic. Uh, but it's a, it's a hard one. You know, it's a, it's a hard one. Uh, so if people want traveling, they think, well, I want to do my own thing in my own own time. And a lot of people that go to Bali, they 
they uh, they want to go eat, drink, whatever it is that they want, not necessarily wanting that health focus while they're away. Some do, like I would, uh, but I also realise that uh, my thinking is uncommon. So a good example there uh, with the food is uh, Muscle Chef, my Muscle Chef. Uh, so it's an Australian food company that ha have uh, pre um, or prepared meals and uh, they um, have a, a bigger focus on uh, cleaner meals and uh, high protein you know, because a lot of the, a lot of the pre-done meals don't have uh, a lot of protein in them and so uh, if I order all of those and I just had ordered some for the last week just trying to get myself with uh, some uh, some more flexibility in my time and uh, just get some food I haven't had, haven't had for oh, when was that? I think it was May, March Mar yeah I think it was March March when I ordered my last lot so March or May anyway so um, what was I going to say oh yes so if you think about those meals uh, the, the ones that I like uh, are more plain and tasting, I suppose. And if I look at the time that I was using them consistently, probably over 12 months, I would, I reckon there's probably eight meals that they stopped, uh, my favourite meals. So they were the, the ones that I liked the most and they stopped them. So what does that tell you? Well, one of my clients is a, a really great chef and he says, Aussies like to over-flavour their food. They like a lot of spice, a lot of chilli, etc. The meals that I like don't have that stuff. So clearly, you're only going to take something away if it's not a massive seller, right? If it's not selling as well as something else. And they say, well, let's take this away and let's put something else in. So one of my favourites was uh, a roast. Uh, it was roast of the day, which was uh, roast lamb. It was delicious. And again, it had a milder flavour. They took it away. It's like, man, seriously? There's not enough people ordering this? Uh, so the things that I like, i.e. those meals and, say, going away on a holiday overseas and focusing on my business and focusing on making me a healthier version of me is something that I just love. Most people don't. So therefore, come back to my, my concept of health and wellness program. Uh, in Bali, most people, that's not going to float their boat. So getting the people there can be tricky. So anyway, um, so what I might do is is um, put some broad concepts in place, work out the timing, and uh, then go to my travel agent, see if we can work out uh, something without investing too much of her time as well. Come up with the, the ideal price point to get the margin that I want to achieve and then just float it out there for a period of time and see, okay, we're going to get enough interest. Uh, we're going to get people that have paid enough to make this worthwhile. And then uh, if, it's, if it doesn't float, then we just refund everybody. So we'll see. We will see. Anyway, that's one of the things that I'm working on at the moment. So, again, trying things that I've never tried ever before. And you don't know if you don't try. So, that's where we are. All right, I'm heading up a hill right now. 
All right, you enjoy your day today. Have a great day. I'll be tomorrow.